Thank you, Bad Mary, for that too sweet play-in. Welcome all you four color funny book aficionados. This is U.S. Comics Cast, your HQ for all things comic book related. I am the OG John Rivera, the CEO and co-founder of U.S. Comics. And that must make me the other co-founder, the other co-host, the only C-O-O in all the multiverse. Boom, boom, hybrid panda, Charlie Rivera. Happy comic book day, brother. I know personally of a seven foot eight buxom lass that exists within the U.S. comics continuity that is going to drive to Long Island and fuck you up, you moniker-stealing some of a bitch. Much like Pest himself, I'm a climb up. Boom, boom. <laughs> and I'm going to try to convince her that it is A-OK. My dear Lie, brother, cheat, you... steal. <laughs> You cannot hold it against your personal Latino heat. Uh, I'm all <laughs> juiced up this week. I'm living in trailer heaven. If it's not enough, we got the last Shang-Chi trailer. Awesome. Then at CinemaCon, we get the unexpected. We fell for it. Sony said, no Spider-Man trailer. And then they're like, ha ha. Fuck your whole face. Enjoy watching this two-minute teaser trailer 48 times. Uh, that trailer... And talking about it at nauseum. Dude, from I... whence you watched it till mm, about two nanoseconds ago when that music hit. It's well, well, all people can talk about. What was really awesome was... The, the this is like all this is multiple movies in one this next spider-man because it is it is a a day two sequel like literally they're like fucking the news is still pretty pissed off that spider-man's some nerdy teen and he's like i'm gonna use it to kind of get laid which props to spider-man he's like this is the worst day of my life do you want to go on romantic adventures on rooftops while i complain that, about my life that the level of game that my man is kicking on that rooftop. Oh. It, it is, it, I can only say it's akin to my man, the doctor, Indiana Jones, laying there on the boat. Like, I'll give him this. For the most part, yeah, he thought the Nazi hijinks was behind him, <laughs> but he's still going to throw it out. They're like, mm, I got a little I, black and blue. I got to be what totally gonna honest. Do? That whole teaser trailer could have been like, Remember that famous Spider-Man iconography where half his face is the mask and half his dorky-ass Peter Parker? We're going to show it to you. He's wanted. That could have been the whole trailer. I didn't All, need, all I didn't they need needed that. to add there to have me truly fill the cup was to visually give me some wiggly lines. Like, if you gave me some Spidey sense yeah. visually tingling, uh, it would have it been over for I me. Mean, it would have been John clicking it off headed to the pants store and and then if that wasn't enough john needed to go to the pants store still happened because then we see an all too familiar pumpkin bomb click clacking into frame not and only the a sequel <laughs> this is a legacy sequel and then that, that might have time, been the worst goblin laugh of i all liked time. it i still liked it I'm but ashamed. that's because i too have been drinking. I'm, gonna put, I'm gonna grab a knee 
and sit the next couple of plays out and just think well, about what I you, did. You can't do Let it. Let my team down, man. You can't do it because just when we think that's all it, oh, that's as crazy as going to get, straight up, my boy Alfred Molina is like, what's up? I'm back, bitches. All we need there. is your crotch from Amazing Spider-Man 2's graduation scene. For, okay. All so, so we like to be as accurate on yep. this program. Uh -huh. as There's a lot of irresponsible reporting, enough irresponsible reporting going up and down the dial nowadays, okay? I'm, I refuse to be part of that level of organization. Was it spectacular? So for, clarity, what was it called? for clarity's sake, uh, it was the amazing Spider-Man 2, otherwise known overseas as the amazingly long-necked Spider-Man, but that's really not the point. Also so, called, this Spider-Man gets way too much tang, but if that's not well, enough... Ho ho hold on, hold on, slow your roll. All right. Don't be a jabroni on me. It's very early. So um, we... we earlier reported that whilst naturally i was paid for my appearance my my crucial turn in the amazing spider-man 2 just john dong that it was that it was just schwarzengruber that made it to the screen however hey Aunt and i May. sent charlie May, yeah oh i shit, sent John's charlie the screen grab that on clearly on the video release, there is a wide shot yeah. and you just behind see the, her. The best dressed idiot on earth. You see yours truly and my Asian wife, with whom I spoke not a single word. Uh I'm 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 clearly there with my little bow tie, sitting legs akimbo, like I was riding the subway on a hot summer day. Like mm -mm, my legs are not crossing. Keanu uh, would have no, been ashamed. I, I actually. Sheets. I actually, the bitch had a seat. Come on, let's not go crazy. I, I was clearly in the shot. I am so happy. I need to call my agent right now to see what level of residuals homeboy is owned. That's, so, that's what I'm saying. Way more important than residuals, in case CinemaCon and their Sony presentation wasn't enough, speaking of legacy films, they showed the entirety of Ghostbusters Afterlife. Anyone who had the privilege, nay, the honor of having attended My all of the ongoings melted. at CinemaCon, like, that was basically the con version of Christmas morning. I, if, and, if... and you wake up to all these gifts on Christmas morning, you're like, I'm Jewish. What the, what's, what's, all, what's with all these gifts? I'm not going to return nothing. No gift receipts need be exchanged right now thank you kindly but dude it was an embarrassment of riches for these people and, good and for them the, the the best part for me because there's always these fucking rumblings that specifically something like a legacy sequel yeah. right something that's carrying the weight of not only itself it's hard enough to have a compelling story over an hour and a half two hours or, or 12 hours <laughs> if you're zach for Snyder. some people for some, some people, people. Sure, um, sure. then when you start stacking on, like also, as well as you're carrying this torch that in some cases is 30 years old sure, and sure. all the reports from CinemaCon are like, yeah, this is exactly how you do this sort of film. It's nostalgia. You're, done now now you're, right. you're referring to afterlife just for anyone who is not 
uh, not up to date on the Charlieisms. So, so again, just the, the quick recap for anybody who joined this late. Shame on you. Uh, so it's cinnamon. Uh, cinnamon. <laughs> I'm a little hungry. Not cinnamon. At cinnamon, like damn, oh, John. Dude, if there was a cinnamon convention yearly, I would have tickets. I would get the four day pass. I would be on every fucking uh, panel that they had. Like, I call shenanigans. You Ooh, show they rolled up, that shit. You oh, they rolled up, you it for. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You scan your little badge. They hand you a fresh Cinnabon. You have it with a nine liter Sprite and you immediately go home because you have violent, violent poops. First of all, use your head, bro. Use your head. If you're going to try to come at Cinnabon, come correct. Because if they have Cinnabon Con, half of the fucking at, at the Javits Center, literally half of the floor downstairs are lined up toilets just boom 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 you don't have a cinnabon convention and they say oh yeah we've got one bathroom upstairs one downstairs no what's the matter with you charlie use your head man use your head it's not just for holding your glasses on your face i feel genuinely bad because our boy uh tony in the facebook comments i know for a fact he just lost 50 pounds and us continually saying Dude, cinnabon he's about tony to, he's about to gain 10 in cinnabon action Cinnabon dreams and mochaccino nightmares because I, my contention to this day, I can't tell you how many strolls around the mall have been interrupted, not because of a Cinnabon that you're like, mm, I'm second guessing that Cinnabon. No, it's the fucking chocolate mochaccino drink. That's, I believe, and I don't have any scientific data to back it up, but I'm pretty sure that's the catalyst. That gets it done. That adds up. That, but my my dear brother, I I know you know you do you are part time brother in slime. Um, have you one? Did you read the reports? Of course, I know you checked out the Spider Man trailer. Come what are your on. thoughts, man? This legacy stuff. It's a constant topic. You know on what? Show. It's uh, it's it's interesting that you bring it up, Charlie, because you you have almost like someone prepared you. Uh, you have films like Afterlife, which are pure legacy sequels. And, and what we mean by that, we've thrown the term around plenty. Um, legacy sequels are a, a sequel that will happen to another movie very often many years, sometimes decades after the fact yes. of the last movie that you got. Sometimes a legacy sequel will follow up a, a natural sequel or reboot that has happened that they're saying, you know what? Forget that. That don't even count that. It doesn't count. Forget you even saw it. Um, and they skip over it. Halloween just did it relatively recently. A couple times. They're like, nah, H2O doesn't count. Uh, you, the sequel doesn't count. You literally need like a fold out blueprint of like, okay, carry the one and pie is 3.14. Okay. Jamie Lee Curtis is alive again. Cool, 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 cool. So why? So because we want sequels, that yogurt eating bitch in the film. However, we you know need why? to get there. Because them titties don't age, son. Good lord. Anyways, she's talking about her poops. You're like, ooh, look at your whatever. Look at your can jams, oh, baby. Shit. She's a hundred feet tall. It's better if she's sitting That's down. True. You get easier. It takes her access. longer to age. Perfect. But um, but yeah. So so legacy sequels take place well after the fact. Sometimes jump over. But the the point is that. You know they say like leave them wanting more. Yeah, or yeah. Or like yeah. the the 
the anticipation of a thing makes it inevitably sweeter. Like right now, the Mets can't help it. They fucking suck. We haven't won since 1986. I do believe eventually one day, certainly not this decade, maybe not the next, but one of these days we will win a World Series again. Probably by mistake, it'll be another uh, Buckner pass ball situation. However, that being said, since we've waited so long, right, because we've waited, it's going to be that much fucking sweeter. And that's what legacy sequels do. Now, it's interesting because Spider-Man both is and isn't a legacy no, it's like, sequel. It's, it's like, like a cheat its code. own thing. But Flash is going to be the same shit. They're that's, like, what do you like? Where's Batman? That, Get us a that Batman! That is the funniest fucking thing about it. It's, it's literally like a... Um, you know, it's like uh, we were writing letters fucking since since paper was invented. And they're like, now nah, we got a telephone. And fucking two guys like, you know, I have a telephone too. What? Where were you yesterday? We didn't have shit Suddenly, yesterday. Today we have sorts, two. All sorts of motherfuckers trying to oh give me electricity God. now. I've been by candlelight for a goddamn millennia, bitch. Oh, you had it? You flip on your lives like, oh, shit, I'm married to her? I had no idea what she looked like. She looks way better by candlelight. What are you doing? Take this electricity shit out my house. Take, take it, out. it out my take house. Out. Is it copper wiring? All right, I'm going to take it down to the docks and sell that shit myself. The fuck out of here. But, but, like, so something, what's screwed up about nostalgia in general yeah. is it'll it'll carry you for a little bit. But it's never a guarantee. You're still actually you're no. playing with like a loaded dice. You don't it get is. the set. You have one die that you well, know is going to be a six. There, it's a it's a calculated risk. And and if you peer over my right shoulder, you'll know I am a huge, a huge a student, as it were, of the professor. Uh, you know of Indiana Jones and. For the longest time, I was just like, "Give me another one. I want another sequel." Mainly because, in my professional, professional opinion, um, their sequel order actually improved. So Raiders is clearly the king of the mountain. Temple was a little cartoony, even as a kid. I'm like, "Yo, this is some. This is a little bit. This is like four color funny book level shit, right?" Then. You had, uh, you know, then you, then you had the a far more grounded story, grounded relatively <laughs> speaking, um, but with Last Crusade, it, it kind of got more to its roots. So, if anything, it, it was not like a not to drop off. Where like Superman, one could argue the original Superman movies was like a, a drop off, somewhat gradual, and then it fell off the fucking cliff. Raiders, uh, uh, Indiana Jones. It kind of did like a little bit of a stock market thing. Then that sequel that I've been begging for, eh, Crystal Skull, wasn't what I was hoping for. We'll leave it at that. So Just it's a it's a calculated risk. You monkeys, say, baby. mommy, 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 mommy. She's like, what? Nothing. I love you. See. The that was you looking. Risk. That was you. Yeah, it, but what I find interesting is lately it seemed like a puzzle that hasn't, in my opinion, hasn't been fully unlocked yet. And now we're getting like 
three fucking well two and a half i guess i guess just two because it's two halves but the the star wars two halves would be one <laughs> well yeah but it's that end of fucking full at bat bitch because right. i was thinking flash spider-man yes. and afterlife uh-huh. Afterlife is truly a legacy sequel. It's a, it's a true legacy sequel. The other so, two like, are like, like another fifty percent. The Blade Runner uh, sequel that was a legacy sequel. Yeah, but it didn't have to do any any hopscotch. It was just like you just had to wait. But Blade Runner, Prometheus, Star Wars, all of these, while they have fans, yeah. all of them, I think by and large, in hindsight, are considered unsuccessful and with star wars unsuccessful in what sense like you have to quantify that yeah not in general consensus the general consensus is the star wars prequels were not as good as four five and six the general consensus is the rest of the the saga um seven eight and nine weren't even as good as the prequels well that but that's the general So, so we got we got the I'm just going to speak for myself because I think we've clearly established I am the fucking expert on most things. Um, so we got the prequels and Charlie and I were there day one, right? Um, however, once we got Star outside Wars of that, in the parking lot, that moment, the second that we got out, we started like, mm, you know what, this, this could have been better or that could have been better. And Jar Jar was kind of a punk. So at the time, it, were, it was a clear... A clear delineation. You're like, well, these, these were something. They were not as good, though. Certainly not as good. Now that was that was the consensus. I think, at least amongst my fan friends. Whatever. Then this this new quote unquote trilogy, which is being very generous because they are connected by the most tenuous of sinews. <laughs> This new movie, these new movies come out, and people are looking back now on the the Clone Wars and and all that shit, and they're like, you know what? Those weren't so fucking bad. I, all of a was... sudden, by comparison, we only had the original trilogy to compare them to. Now we also had a newer trilogy to compare it to. You're like, mm, you know what? Maybe if you warm it up in the microwave with a little bit of butter, that's just not so bad. You make a Thanksgiving sandwich. It goes right down. Yeah, but again, with that hindsight in mind, again. Did, did you put Paul's comment up? I, I did. Paul, Paul, Paul is loving. with us in chat watching over on YouTube. Thanks for joining us, Cousin Paul. Uh, Paul has admitted to not just his loving cousins, which we can forgive anything, but to the larger listening and viewing audience, the fandom, as it were, of U.S. comics that Paul liked Crystal Skull. And Paul, you know what? I'm going to need you to sit the next couple of plays out. I want you to think about that. See, the problem we'll is... we'll get back to the, it. The problem is, while Paul is very quickly becoming famous in our pre- and post-show conversations <laughs> for his excellent contributions, he's going down a dark path, yeah. very similar to Ellis, who just a few minutes ago very sincerely said Superman 3 was awesome. So we're just building this menagerie of 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 viewers and show awesome. friends. See, awesome is one of those terms where you uh, certainly if someone came to me and said, hey John, what do you think about Superman 3? My first like whoosh, out of the holster, like a quick draw McGraw would not have been awesome. 
it was awesome, Ellis. It created awe. Like <laughs> you felt awe. Maybe you know what? Maybe it did. You it know, just, people it can, just people can be filled with awe for different reasons. It just depends what piece of arm candy he dragged to the movie and was whisper explaining everything because he likes them pretty and not so smart. I got. I see. I know your game, Ellis. There's probably some girl right now. He's forcing to watch this, and he's like, "They're I, brothers," and I, they're like, "It's just bad." I got news for you, Charlie. It, it's not just Ellis, dude. I'm <laughs> as guilty as they fucking come. Fair but, enough. But but like you mentioned, so you have now, just so we don't get too crazily off topic. Um, so we have Spider Spider Speederman, uh, uh, Jeff Speederman, um. And and he's doing it beautifully. Honestly, the pushback, the only only pushback that I really heard was that it's almost where and and you 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 said it to a degree also like whereas the prior Spider-Man movies, these newest iteration of Spider-Man that we're getting, were a little bit more like like Sony wanted to play in the in the uh, MCU pool, so they were like they they kept their Spider-Man standalone movies somewhat rooted you know someone on the on the ground the the, the biggest departure that they yeah. said was we're going to take him out of new york when he's like new york's hero aside from daredevil who may or may not have been alluded oh. to in oh. the trailer um oh you faceless lawyer but, son of a bitch but even just like the horns on the on the the peter sign i'm like that's either a mephisto fucking uh. cookie or or that's a daredevil thing Maybe they were just going straight up New York City subway, draw the horns, but he didn't have a black eye. You didn't take one tooth out. Like that would have been pure New York. But here, they're like, nah, you know what? We're taking a huge fucking bite at the apple. We're going to be throwing everything, literally throwing everything we can at the wall. Oh, remember this? Like if Jamie Foxx is getting a glow up, his electro is going to get a glow up, then I, I, I'm going to stand up and applaud. Because what America loves best is a redemption. So what they're doing is not just giving us God willing and entertaining story. Oh, uh, Doctor Strange, he messed up a spell. Friend Casey threw that. He's like, oh, so every story with Doctor Strange is because yeah, he fucked like up the, a spell. Like the comics. no, it's it's not. That fifty percent of it is. Yeah. And and friend Jordan, contributor Jordan, said it too. He's like, Doctor Strange is always fucking shut up. Just because he's the best wizard we have. Doesn't make him good at it. He's That's still, not some easy shit, bro. He's no this is Harry Potter. Chess. It ain't checkers. He, he's no fucking Harry Potter. This, I, I like this. If anyone um, gets that drop, go ahead and uh, DM me and we can be best friends. With all of that being said, I'm going to need you to make a bold prediction. Where not only are we living in the summer of punk, not only are we living in the fucking return of my boy, but we are living in the, in the it took a long time this time. It took longer. I say it took longer. As a man who was not known for "quote unquote" taking a long time, uh, you held out pretty good. Maybe <laughs> you've you. been having a couple of Alex Guinnesses yourself. That's exactly right. But I'm going to ask you for a bold prediction. Right. We are on the prep, the precipice. Yes, we are, we are in the dawn of a new day. All right. Where these legacy sequels or these hybrid legacy sequels can take finally a foothold yeah. finally and give them value because until then like it love it or in between 
Indiana Jones, not successful. The last Star Wars trilogy, not successful in terms of general consensus. The 2016 reboot of Ghostbusters, not successful. Are we about to start seeing dinger after dinger after dinger of these films finally being worth their hype? Prediction time. Not one or two of them. No, the no caveats. Rule. No like asterisk. Nothing What's the like rule a... going to be when we look back at this era? I'm going to say this. I'm going to boldly go where no John has gone before. I'm going to err on the side of optimism. I'm going to say, yes, we are indeed, if for no other reason than Michael Keaton getting back under the cowl, I think that absolutely, yes, we are seeing the birth of a new era of successful legacy sequels. And I'll tell you why. This is not just throwing some shit out uh, on the wall and seeing what sticks. It all smells, but some of it sticks. The reason why I think that is, is actually I'm going to go back, I'm going to borrow a Charlieism, is because this is not necessarily exclusively in the domain of the boardroom, right? This isn't uh, this isn't a collection of suits making these decisions. Oh, well, this movie's a successful. If we dollar cost average, the cost of a production versus the release date, and we get a Christmas uh, date, then we're going to make a ton of money, golly gee. No, that, that I believe, that type of movie making has gone by the wayside, at least as far as... Uh, at least as far as legacy sequels go, because these creators, they know that A, they're beloved, that B, you absolutely, you totally, you can burn your bridge. You can lose the baby out the window with the bathwater. You can fuck it up. You can make a movie that is so bad that people take the original that they loved and just don't revisit it. You're not going to get any more of the money, which is ultimately the most important thing to these folks. So you have people who love the content making the decisions on how to approach these things. And I believe the newest Indiana Jones installment is going to say as much, but also as well as like Charlie had mentioned prior, you have people who love the content as the creators. They're the directors. They're the, 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 the script writers. They're the production team. They're the, the performers, uh, you know, in front of the screen, uh, in front of the camera also. So, yeah, I think we, we've entered that era, that era, uh, replacing the error. Uh, I think that, yeah, I think we're living in, in a land of positivity. I... I think what we have to look forward to are the best of the best legacy sequels. I am going to uh, not join my brother in his prediction. Instead, I'm going to join our brilliant chat um, and, and one of my favorite people when he agrees with me. But I'm going to join Ellis, and I think what we're going to have is we're going to have a couple home runs. We're going to have a handful of grand slams. Oh, sweet little baby four-ounce Christ-led Ghostbusters Afterlife be the most glorious legacy sequel of all time. He but was a I man. He I had a beard. I assure you that the suits will show up. 
and they are going to run that nostalgia wet rag. They're going to run it ragged. We're going to see the new Blade movie. They're like, we can get Wesley Snipes to show up because fucking multiverse. Because the suits will claim that it's because it's what the people want. But we all know one thing. If there's nothing else, my dear brother, that I can assure you is that those fucking suits only care about money. And them saying otherwise just proves further that they are liars. Just like one of your former heroes, George Toy Boy Lucas, because that motherfucker is a liar. How do we He's know that? Because Han shot first. Clink, clink, motherfucker. Salute. Oh, woo! Well, I'm so all good. hyped up. I'm hyped up. I know you're hyped up. Tell me when you're ready for me to start your time. You know what, Charlie? You just may yes. as well go ahead and fucking start my time. There it is, Ooh, sir. Nice. See? What are we talking about? Anticipation. My... The anticipation. So, Charlie, as he is wont to do, buried the fucking lead like he was Joe Pesci grabbing the, the, the lie and the shovels after he shot up. My boy uh, at the at the card game just for taking too taking too much time with the drinks. Charlie buried the lead, and he did indeed drop the fact that the Shang Chi trailer also as well as dropped, and it was not just the fact that it was a banger, okay, not just the fact that it is for all intents and purposes the the entryway. For Asian faces, Asian voices to enter the fray of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. To say that it has not been the case, I mean, maybe we got a, a, a little bit of action with my boy from, from, uh, um, from Fresh Off the Boat and Ant-Man and WandaVision. Other, I mean, truly, they have been, uh, as a group... Asians have been uh, uh, riotously underrepresented. Marvel so white, you know what I'm saying? You know what it is? I I I don't come a place come a place where like there's evil mustache tw uh, twirling. Um, yeah, I agree. Bad guys thinking like you know what would be a good idea. Let's not have these particular group in. I don't think that's the case. I think that truly it was just no one took the time to say, hey, you know what would be a great fucking type of story. Boom, shalak, lock, boom. So, first and first, mostly, that fucking trailer, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I, my, you want a prediction, Charlie? Here comes a prediction, and it Ooh. don't take no Nostradamus to fucking get it right. That movie is going to be a guaranteed banger, right? It has all of the elements that it needs. First and first, mostly... It's a Marvel movie, right? It is created. You can tell already that it is uh, uh, formed in uh, in the uh, um, like you know in, in the template of those Marvel first movies out. So you're gonna have a little bit of history. You're gonna have a couple of jokes. Um, you know, uh, her name escapes me right now. But Aquafina, like, baby. Aquafina. You know what the thing is? You I hear her name. First of all, like when you look water? at it, you you read it and you're like, what the fuck does that say? And then you you sound it out like a jerk, and then you're like, oh, that's what it is. 
But then I can't help but think about the killer whale uh, stripper character from uh, from BoJack Horseman. Yes. So uh, uh, the, the names and the visuals don't necessarily Just match up, but she's, she's not very to, funny. Not to cut you off, because I know you're going to dive into the reasons you're excited. Aquafina holds the same weight for me personally as Michael B. Jordan did when they were like, he was going to be in Black Panther. I'm like, let's pre-order this ticket. I fucking well, yeah, love she's, Aquafina. She's bringing she's bringing Aquafina fans to the party with her. Like yeah, she's yeah, that yeah, girl yeah. that gets you into the club, gets you past the bouncer. She's like, look who I got with me. Uh so so again, all all the elements are there. Michelle Yeoh from fucking Crouching Tiger. Fuck yes. Um, I mean the 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 cast is is rounded out beautifully. Um, and 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 my guy. I have been watching. Once I saw the trailer, I said, "No, I got to no more." Uh, and I'm I'm gonna be totally honest with you. I was I was medium into the character, right? Because the comic oh. books, the comic books were coming. Well, I'll tell you the reason why. So the gentleman that's playing the title character of Shang Chi, and I'm and I apologize if I mispronounce this. And he's not gonna hear it, but uh, I believe it's Simu Li U. I believe that's the proper John, we have him on the line. Let's bring him on to the show. He's highly offended by your Get me into that sequel, sucker. So, in any case... And suddenly, uh, a Puerto Rican ninja shows up, and his head I, is chopped off immediately. If you go back to the 80s, I promise you there is a Puerto Rican ninja in the Bronx movie floating around someplace. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, I jumped on, and I said, let me check out. So, he's done only a handful of interviews, and... Um, what a perfect freaking guy to portray a little known Marvel hero. Now, the reason why I say that is because I, I believe most people are coming from my school of thought. They were like, Almost oh, Bruce Lee. He's, he's, he's not Bruce Lee, though. That's the thing. I ha- I, I, this guy I know, Steve, he um, actually, he, <laughs> you probably Hi, came across his way because uh, he, he was a manager at KB Toy Stores. And God knows we could barely get Charlie out of KB unless he was kicking and screaming or you promised him an ice cream cone. That was the only way he was getting out of that store. Fucking a toy or a cone, bitch. That makes so, sense. So uh, he's over there managing KB toy stores. But like most of us, he's doing one thing and aspiring to, to do something else. Aspiring uh, comic book artist. Very talented. His gimmick, he, he conceived of a straight-up Bruce Lee comic book. So he had panels and pages and one shots up the yang. I, I had seen his work multiple times. When I was young, I was 17, 18 years old, maybe. Uh, but that being said, it was as if someone penciled stills from any number of the Bruce Lee amazing flicks. Because I love Bruce. So one now, story I will watch 48 times well, in the 48 different versions. <laughs> So so uh so I have that sitting on my brain like a like a fucking bird sitting on its egg waiting for it to hatch. Then I then on the stacks there's Shang Chi. Very rarely in a standalone, he's usually always as like an aside, like as a not a tag along but an add-in. And here's some Shang kind of story. Remember him? Yeah. Always look fucking different. Uh, and my thought was. I love Kung Fu. Love Kung Fu. 
I love the fucking rings as a weapon. I think that is like the coolest shit Such ever. A, whoever's idea that was deserves a cookie and a look. Hug. If if you wanna if you wanna run around in the kung fu world uh, uh, narratively, there is a ton of meat on that bone. There's like more meat on that bone than the fucking brontosaurus. Uh, 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 brontosaurus uh, chop that they bring out and they put on the Flintstones car that tips it over. That's how much meat is on that fucking bone. But he was as cool as he was. He wasn't Bruce. So to me, he was like, he wasn't Fruity Pebbles. He was like, uh, colorful rocks off, off brand. Like a, a a shelf below your fruity pebbles. It's in the bag. So, like I need something in a box. Yeah, please. come on. If it doesn't stand up on its own, literally and figuratively, I'm little. I'm kind of not interested. But it's sixty five so, pounds. It's like dog food. <laughs> so I was never. I was. I was okay with him, but I was never super into him. Now the irony is this: I fucking love kung fu movies. I'm a kid of the 80s, kid. Ninja, you could put ninja before, after, or in any combination of middle sentences. Make the, the, the make it a word in any particular sentence. And 80s kids were like, here you go. And those I'll fuckers did. There are movies from like 83 that are like ninja kill ninja. The ninja story. I, I, ninja I when I said back. it before, I mean it. I almost guarantee you there is a Puerto Rican ninja in the Bronx movie on somebody's VHS tapes collecting dust right now. It's just like a warehouse full of them. But, you know, I'll throw it right back to you, Charlie, before we go book. Um, you're telling me that as a character, you're like, yeah, Shang-Chi. I, I, I don't remember you having Shang-Chi cheats. I don't no, remember you having those, any Shang-Chi toys. All of those uh, characters to me... Uh, are all just like not quite Bruce Lee. Whoa, 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 whoa. So used what do you to... mean all of those characters? Oh, Charlie. Touche. Charlie, it um, is early to get canceled. All of... Uh, th there hasn't been a fighting game that hasn't been like, here's Juice B. Like all of them, and even the good ones, like <laughs> Liu Kang was just a Bruce Lee ripoff until they wrote him a story. <laughs> was it juice b did that is that because you want to start a bee farm all i can picture now juice is b? A, a bumblebee now now i'll give you credit <laughs> oh god charlie's juice b character he's already kind of dressed correctly because he's he's rocking the classic yellow tracksuit with the black stripe that Bruce is so famous for, but now he's got to do karate and like, like how do you, a bee should not aerodynamically be able to fly in the first place. Now you want to give him nunchucks? He's gonna be doing this. What are you doing to this poor little guy? Yeah, see, that's where you you have it misconstrued, because Juice B, he is just he's the ninja for Bert's bees. Like he's someone tries to steal a five dollar chapstick. From from Caldor, and he's like, "What's up? I'll stop you, sucker." Traditionally, uh, when you get hired to work for a particular company, they don't insist that you get renamed to include the name of the company. No, he's so, like a mascot. 
He's like, you know how the 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 Domino's thing steals uh uh juice juice B. The Noid you're referring the to noid, yes. famously. Juice, juice B is like the opposite. He like mm. protects. He's like, you pay full price. And what's the juice uh uh consisting of? Um just that's the new I'm, line I'm, I'm from Burt's Beeswax. Lost. Now they make honey juice. Stupid. Oh, it's it's stupid, all right. It is stupid. Anyways, <laughs> so um I I do feel that even more than an Iron Man situation where Favreau came out and released Iron Man, who was kind of like a B, <laughs> no no pun intended. I, I wish it was. Ah, was Juicy a B, Stark! Oh! A B-level character, a B-level hero. At best. I feel like that in the comic books at least, Shang-Chi was maybe a, a C-level character maybe c plus if you're feeling generous yeah uh, I don't, if like, you're comparing him to somebody a avenger everyone's an event i couldn't tell you one i'm an avenger bro west coast avenger but i couldn't tell you one shang chi story you know again but he, like, here's, he would here's pop the up. funny thing he fucked he up would, the hand a couple times he would pop up first of all in a world where iron uh where, where iron fist is the wackest fighter that you can fucking put out there Shang-Chi should just, he shouldn't show up. He's like, oh, Thanos, that sucks. Why don't you fucking call Iron Fist, you dumb defender bitches? The meanwhile, fuck out of here. meanwhile, Iron Fist is like, I'm a. St- ah. there's a there's a I don't want to learn how to fight. Just give me the role. You that, fucking. Not dick. for nothing, there was a big rumor just this last week that a stunt coordinator for the Marvel Netflix. Yeah, they said he didn't want to do it. Was like, and they didn't say him, but they were like, they him. pretty much named everyone else, and they were like, what delightful humans to work with. They worked Charlie Cox. What a hell of a guy. Working day and night to be the most realistic fighter. And he I really wish, did. I wish everybody put in that much work that was white with blondish curly hair, lazy fuck. Charlie Cox could eat out for the rest of his life purely on the work he did for that hallway fight scene. Oh, that I thought, hallway fight. I know what you thought. Moving on. I thought on. we were going a whole. I, I know what you thought. Moving on. Where it was like the thing he Batman could... won't do in panel. Listen, <laughs> I, I tried. I tried to move us past <laughs> it, but <laughs> fucking dum dum. You know, refused. He would not remember, move on. Do you I'm remember sorry. those amalgam comics where, like, the they cross over? Catwoman came over to Marvel to. Anywho, so. But the reason, considering that he is at best, <laughs> <that's funny>. the, <laughs> the, at, at best the C plus character who is now getting the big screen treatment, the way that they're doing it, following that Marvel model, which has been nothing but successful, cannot argue the point. I don't want to fucking hear it. Duh. It's a losing argument. They are going to make a fucking star, not just out of C Mu. Leo, maybe, but the character of Shang-Chi, because, and he could too, because here's a character now that's really seeing, is going to flourish, seeing the, the, the light for the, in essence, the first time. And it's not just in the Marvel movie mode, Charlie. It's not just that. It is a damn Kung Fu 
movie. Here it's we just, are oh. in 2021, and I am getting a straight up 1985 Channel 9 Kung Fu Theater fucking movie, brand new. You want to talk about nostalgia, Ellis? You want to talk about? Uh, do you want to talk about a, a sequel that you've been waiting for for decades, Charlie? This is it, dude. I love me. Ooh, I love me. Some kung fu fucking movies. If you're out there, if you came up, if you're wearing the Adidas tracksuit, oh, sorry, Adidas tracksuit, if you had some shell tops in your closet, you know what the kung fu movie, <laughs> you know what the kung fu movie is about, son. Charlie, you're just a whippersnapper. You're a junior at the table of adults. Congratulations. Fill your plate. Welcome to the club. Charlie, I got to ask you right off the top, as a youngin, as a as a junior level member, what's your favorite kung fu movie? If you fucking say Turtles, I swear, Charlie. <laughs> That's ninjutsu. I swear. Stupid. So here's the thing. Kung fu movies, just to clarify, and anybody in the, in the chat, anybody who's listening, you can DM us. If you're, if you're, uh, if someone else is listening in the car and you overhear them, jump in the car, tell them what you're thinking. Kung fu movies, quote unquote, it's not uh, ninjutsu's fine. Uh, um, you know, some some uh, some Daniel San crane kick illegal move bullshit. That's okay. You can have any level, any level of martial arts. I wouldn't go so far as to nerd on say it's a martial arts movie. No. They're kung fu movies, even if the martial art is not necessarily kung fu. So once again, I'll throw it to you as I clear my throat with some out of Guinness. Uh, favorite kung fu movie, go. The, the problem is, and our comment section brought it up, it's like American-made kung fu films are terrible. I don't give a shit if it was I've made on the, Saturn. I've favorite kung fu movie, period. Go stop stalling. I, it's it, because of you. It's a, it's notoriously considered one of the weaker Bruce Lee installments. I don't give a shit. Just like Game of Death. Justify. Game it. of Death is my favorite. Terrible answer. You suck. Next. No, I'm just kidding. So so hit me with some Game of Death. Love. Why do you love Game of Death? Obviously, was, you can't go wrong with anything Bruce Lee. We we were very lucky. In as much as I don't remember a moment of my life where a VHS player wasn't involved and we're very close to a library and our parents really just wanted us consuming things. In my case, it was also like Fritos, but also as well as there was never this insistence upon like read Charles Dickens. It was like, what do you want? So the first time Charlie, they just wanted you to shut up, that's they hard would to have do. let you do anything. It's hard to do the 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 when I went to the movie theater and I only knew Bruce Lee from your posters mm -hmm. and I see Bruce Lee written Black on the side. posters just made out of all kinds of velvet. I see in a very cool but stupid font Bruce Lee and really tiny like they knew it sucked game of death. And it was it was like a double feature VHS tape. I want to yeah. say it was Enter the Dragon was the other one. But the mm -hmm. first time I saw anything Bruce Lee was Game of Death. And I remember the opening moments of Game of Death are, is so peaceful 
and it's seemingly like fucking boring and then that movie goes ape shit like almost immediately so the first time i witnessed bruce lee need to remove his shirt for combat was just like as we oh, want shit. to do as we oh, want to do end. and I bruce, already... is, bruce was an outlier because especially coming from the dumb dumb movies that you would watch growing up he didn't look like necessarily you wouldn't pick him out if you were doing gym room picking up teams and you're not paying playing yeah kickball, i'm you're picking up stallone arnold's dude like you're picking these big uh like, this skinny geek which is understandable I mean, I won't go, go, go so far as to call him geek. I mean, you, you're going to catch a roundhouse talking that shit. But uh, I, it's just interesting to me that Game of Death spoke to you more because, like you said, I, I know exactly the, the double feature VHS tape to which you're referring to, but that was a double with Enter the Fucking Dragon. But Enter the Dragon was the second film. So the 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 first... Did you watch them both? Yeah, but but this is my <laughs> this is my point. So you watch them both. I I'm not asking what your first kung fu movie was. It's, but it winds but you up prefer Game of Thrones, uh, Game of Death over Enter the Dragon because question. just because of the pure that was my introduction. I got you. So it broke your kung fu cherry. Yeah, it because again, I had seen I'd seen him as Kato go to a fucking time limit draw with with chubby robin That's not that funny. impressed then i see him fucking wrecking shop so yeah i was too young to acknowledge like better or worse i'm just like this well, fucking i'm surprised three hour movie because especially with your retention level you're like this is just one fucking long ass movie i literally oh, on an island now. i was cool, about cool. halfway through that movie and i was fucking stripping a gi joe and gluing felt together to make That's, them a fucking kung it fu outfit take long, dude. It like i fucking long. what's up now Instantly. now that being said th those movies you know bruce uh, uh, criminally we lost uh bruce lee far far too early early but like we're talking about these movies from like the mid seventies at that point. Like these are these are vintage John uh, level movies, and and I really came up on even the Kung Fu Theater that I ref, that I, that I made mention of. Kung Fu Theater was like uh, Channel Nine early, uh, you know, early on a weekend. They would just play fucking random Kung Fu movies with like the classic goofy overdubbing. That's, I think, honestly, I think, oh, you got to be kidding. My time is up already. Charlie with his bullshit game of death. So you so got four minutes, I bud. think that the reason why uh, anime dubs get uh, get so much hate is because of the, I think it's a carryover effect from the Kung Fu flicks. Charlie, I have like a, a laundry list, so I'll just wrap through them. So we didn't just have uh, uh, Charlie's two movies from the 70s. We had... In the eighties, we had a um, and uh, like a, we were overtaken here in the states with every damn ninja version that there was. Oh, your mic cut out. Did you unplug your mic? You might be muted. You're muted or unplugged. Yeah, I'm gonna talk over you. Nope, you're you're. I don't hear you. Oh, oh, there you are. Yeah. So. Um, Again, in the '80s, we had we had a fucking ton of them. Again, Charlie, uh, the Death, and Enter the Dragon. But even recently, we've had somewhat recent, like '90s, 
early 2000s freaking uh once upon a time in china is a straight banger most people haven't seen it shame on them <laughs> um I, I don't know it's it, it, I, I could probably do like a, a full hour and a half on it I'll, we'll just leave it at that give me your Any, top three if not nah, what any all right who is not excited for the kung fu genre to to re-enter the 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 the, the consciousness the american movie going consciousness you know, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, we made mention of. That's a kung fu fucking flick. It was winning Academy Awards. And no one tried to replicate House it, really. Hold fucking... You can't. You, you cannot replicate that movie. The closest, I would argue, the closest that we would come to replicating it was something like The Matrix. But whereas The Matrix had outstanding thing. action uh, uh, sequences, their story was so... Uh, uh, otherworldly that it dominated your attention span. You almost couldn't appreciate the kung fu that was happening. Uh, and credit to Kanunu because he really did train. That motherfucker um, don't mess around. You you almost couldn't appreciate some of the magic that was going. You want to talk about wire work? That this is invented for a fucking genre of kung fu movies. And Shang Chi is just. Frankly, it's just is is maintaining that magic. The fucking st- I'll, I'll leave it at this. Anyone who's unfamiliar, you're like John is just blah blah blahing. Go out and watch the 36th chamber of Shaolin. Okay, so not just was it the the gave birth to the fucking Wu Tang Clan. Not only did it give birth to some of the best rapping names on the street. It really speaks to. It's it's king of the hill. It really is for me. I mean, there are others that are masterful out there, but if you want to really have an understanding of the genre, you watch that fucking flick and you're going to be like, mm, all right, I get it. And if Shang-Chi even has a, a, a taste of something like that, if they can grab the, the smallest little hangling dangling of it all, then they would have brought back one of my all-time favorite genres to the big screen. Obviously, I could not be more excited. I, I, I The more I see from this cast and their excitement, oh, my engine is, is fully revved up. But speaking of fully revving up engines, let's pay some bills. And uh, better. Another, another thing that gets my blood pumping and and i'm just ready to go is listening to some sick nice tunes from one of my favorite bands of all time and that of course is bad mary you can find them on all social media at bad mary band you can support them financially over on patreon.com forward slash bad mary they have a limited edition t-shirt right now over at badmary.com already ordered baby only get you only have a few days left so go show some love get that limited time and design. it's the one i voted for Ooh, nothing better nothing nothing i vote for wins and stuff like that exactly nothing. right and and what's great about it is you by signing up to the bad mary mailing list you get to vote the next time a shirt design comes so buy this one and then have your voice heard by one of the best bands in all the multiverse. And my favorite part about Bad Mary, my friend, is every single 
place you can stream music, you can find the entire discography of Bad Mary, that Bad Mary band, anywhere on social media. Who else is paying Hell to keep yeah. our lights on? Right here on Facebook, it is Sergeant Finesse. You can check him out on Facebook Gaming. You could also, as well as, check him out over on Twitch. He is bi-coastal. He does it all. Uh, playing multitude of games. He plays WoW. He plays uh, Call of Duty. He's going to be playing several other brand new games that are uh, brand new to the market. So if you want to play a little catch me up, check out what the Sarge is doing. Be a Sarge alike. Don't be a sucker. But also as well as if you need a little pick me up, do yourself a favor like Neil himself. Follow the white rabbit down to sneakenergy.com. Mm-mm. So good. Throw him a like. Throw him a follow. Also, as well as if you want some fresh new gear, go ahead over to geeksunleash.com. Use code Sarge at checkout. You can look so good. If you want to get some sneak energy in your life, use code SGT at checkout there. Don't be a sucker. Check him out today when Sarge is on deck. You salute. Hell yeah. And speaking of being on deck, brother of mine, start my time so what was uh, a little bit controversial among some of my peeps that check out the show and uh you know we talk disgusting marshmallow sugar gross we talk we all know that i detest marshmallow because that fucking state puff marshmallow man always trying to give my boys in gray the business but ray what did you do (laughs) imagine a giant peep just fucking leaving sugar everywhere. The ants. If there's a giant fucking peep in Afterlife. I'm coming straight for you, Charlie. Uh, if probably only... be sitting next to me. It's still gonna happen. Yeah, I. I you know what? I'm, now I kind of hope it does happen. But yeah, my dear now. brother, I am not here to talk more about Afterlife. Instead, I am gonna talk about What If Chapter Two, uh, the second episode of What If. I was very, very uh, honest, and I did not like the first episode of What If. And the second episode... All right to be wrong. The, okay, the, the second episode not only changed the direction of my ship, it also fully quantified what I didn't like about the first episode. Huh. So to give the 10-second version... Something about the first episode of What If just didn't resonate with me. Seeing the same story with, in essence, a character swap just didn't do anything for me. However, last week's character swap of... The the Cthulhu in Captain America was, like, so obvious when it happened. Ugh. How dare you? I know what you're talking about. You just love squiddies. Uh, Squiddy. Matrix. I do. do. Um, And I love eight-foot-tall bucks and women. What's your point? But Resident Evil fan fiction aside, with those giant bucks of women, uh, Star Lord uh, being uh, a title that T'Challa earns through his misadventure. I will throw up my spoiler warning. Actually, I don't have a new graphic for it, but you bring up a good point. We'll we'll throw the lady of uh, of the last hour. Uh, now up you in gotta the say it to her face. I am. I'm sorry. You're adorable, and you look great in that uniform, hun. Um, but oh, man, she's gonna fuck you up, kid. I just that's kind of what I'm into, though. I kind of want to just to fucking Ooh, strangle me by the neck. Um, she, I want her to hold me up against the wall, lay a little she's gonna. smoocher. I can be vaguely related to her and make out with her in the next movie. 
that's a thing that happened, Marvel moviegoers. You want to talk about George Lucas and incest? Steve Rogers just macking it to his niece. I do. I Gross. do. Um, but episode two did everything uh, and more than what I could have wanted out of this what if series. Uh, it was it was familiar territory, but what felt like a tremendously fresh take, and it happens from sequence one where this version of Star-Lord, having had the upbringing T'Challa did, always kind of raised to be somewhat of a leader, somewhat of a politician, somewhat of a wordsmith, unlike uh, my boy Peter Quill, Star-Lord's made a huge impact. Uh, we find a world where Thanos not only doesn't want to go uh, on his, his, you know, people eliminating snap spree uh homeboy is a ravenger thanos is just a, a, a guy from motown who is ahead of his thing because he's just a snapping fool <laughs> but what was amazing was seeing the tremendous impact that and and it is the thesis it is the, the the thesis statement of what if if you change one thing there's a butterfly effect now yeah. There were absolutely an episode that shit wasn't one. a butterfly effect. It was like a dragon effect. It he changed the second that you saw the purple oh, on the illumination. Oh, the eyes, I like, had to pause it. Be like, I'll be right back. Uh, it was just fucking awesome. Uh, and and the fact that out of the out of the gate, he doesn't even get to deliver his line where he's like, "There's another name you might know me by." Fucking fanboy has the honor of fighting him, which felt like a scene heavily borrowed from so many Kung Fu films, so many films from the 80s, but most recently, it was borrowed in John Wick 3, where it's like, holy shit, I have to fight you because of my boss, but like, man, I really appreciate you taking big the time fan, to potentially fuck me up. And everything I loved about it, the, the, the charm of Chadwick Boseman uh, cannot be understated. So much so, Kevin Feige came out after the episode had aired and had a little bit of time to, to ruminate, said that they've had, they had conversations on the other side of those recording sessions about how to bring some of that lightheartedness, something that we didn't really see out of T'Challa, who had this somewhat dark uh, story arc, a lot of, lot of dead dads, and he dies, and he comes back, and his fucking people disagree with him. What was great about this version was we got to see a another side of this character that that we that we had too little time with, but certainly a lot of uh, a, a lot of moments spent with. It him. wasn't brand new because you definitely saw it in in the standalone back uh, Black Panther movie, mainly though when he was with his his chicks, like that that you really saw more. The Dormelage of... and him scenes are incredible. You, you got to see him like with his guard down with his sister, with his love interest, with, you know, the people that he grew up with. It's when he's it, it very much as a character. He is even if you put the Black Panther stuff aside, there's the informal version of him. And then there's the formal version of him. Like the now, one that's you have on airs plenty of of do goodingness plenty of having effect in this case not just on a country or on a world but on a fucking universe like he was again we talk about butterfly effect it was even bigger than that 
almost to the point where I don't know if you had this experience, maybe halfway through, maybe less than that, I kind of sat back and grinning ear to ear, enjoying every minute of this what if story. What if T'Challa had become Star-Lord? What if he was the one that was abducted instead of Peter Quill? I started feeling a little bit bad for Peter Quill. <laughs> Me too. It's, it's the equivalency. It was like um, you ha- you were the starting quarterback for you, the football team, and you're doing your thing. You earned it, right? It wasn't given to you. You earned it. You're out there, and somebody doesn't pick up the fucking blitzing safety, and he's coming from your blind side, and walk out there, and he hits you like third period algebra lays you out and now you're hurt now you're on the bench trying to uh to nurse your wounds and the dude comes off the bench <laughs> the freshman off the bench has a fucking freshman arm <laughs> off the bench is like go deep nah go deep and and he is a fucking star and then your your guy is just like you know I'm pretty good too. T'Challa was so much of a better Star Lord than Peter Quill. I already am kind of mad for at Peter for not doing what he had to do with fucking Thanos. But I'm gonna leave that alone they because really, ultimately that's it the worked problem. Out okay. They stacked it. He's very open about his religious views. Uh, he had a very public divorce in real life. Peter Quill. Oh, you're talking no, about Chris Pratt. And then on top of it, they're like, <laughs> also by the way. He- he as, didn't replace Chris Pratt. As your as your as your Marvel character, he also is gonna do some questionable shit. Like he's that's a tough fucking if if I Yeah, but but also as if Andy, I was Chris Pratt, I'm watching what if nah, chapter two like this. Oh he has, no. Oh he, no. He could always throw on the re- replays of Park and Wreck and be like, nah, you know what? I'm fucking adorable. I have it's bad fine. news for you. What if episode four is what if T'Challa had moved to work at the recreation department and he just re- he gets married? It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Oh he's my just, God. He's just re- also, he fixed Jurassic World. He and doesn't let anything, the little clone bitch let all the dinosaurs. Janet Snakehole would come running T'Challa's way. Like, I don't even know, dude. Like, um, but what, it, it, there would not be a delay. But one thing I really, really loved about this episode, and I, I, there have now been four Captain Americas in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, potentially five, right? Because there was one that didn't get acknowledged because of the color of his skin. But, oh, you mean you mean uh, uh, individuals who have correct, carried held, the mantle of correct. Captain America? So, one thing that I I'm think, here to translate for you folks. You're welcome. The fuck out of here. Uh-huh. Um, so what one he, what he means by that is thank you, John. I really appreciate it. You're the best. One thing that uh, lacked for me in the first episode was just how little was affected by 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 you know captain carter um she filled the mantle oh so well hello oh god hey what's up bro i'm good man (laughs) i hate you my arm my arm's fine i hate you oh you yeah i'm I'm with charlie right now oh you know that oh uh 
Charlie, uh, Bucky, he doesn't want to talk to you, but Bucky said to tell you, go fuck yourself. <laughs> you All right. Mother- Fair I'll enough. Later, bro. I'll talk to you later. Uh, uh, we got I, bowling on Thursday. Make sure no, that arm is lubed up. Right, no please. offense to Bucky, and I sincerely hope he Fucking right now guy. is making a You lovely... sound like Amy Farrah Fowler right now trying to say like the indie didn't fucking affect the story. How very dare you? Listen, here's my oh. point. Seeing the the thousands of effects that a different Star-Lord made on the universe <laughs> was rewarding. In the same 35 minutes, I got to see a world play out completely different. Yeah, the the scale was different. There's no doubt about that. The, but you know what, Charlie? I just want to I beats. just want to throw it back to the original conversation that we had. I'm that not going to stand rips. up on a, a soapbox or like beat my ample chest and say like I was right. Charlie finally acknowledges. Let's my just take a minute to intellect. appreciate that ample um, chest looking good in that shirt today. I'm, oh. I'm this close to making them dance, dude. Ooh, Brooklyn Nine Nine, book me now. So. I do want to say Charlie is like a real gentleman in his Charlie way, dancing around a little bit like ooh, ooh, like a merengue contest. He's doing oh. a little cha-cha. Charlie is doing the dance around, but ultimately what he's saying, folks, again, translation, here it comes. John was right. No. What if? Hold on a second. Let me finish. What ifs are fucking dope. By their sheer nature, them, by their sheer nature, on an issue-by-issue basis, nay, in this new era of Disney+, Plus, on an episode-by-episode basis, some are going to be more enjoyable to the particular viewer than others. Now, now again, uh, we we established where you are. I don't remember last week being like, this concept sucks. Let me just. Uh, you kind of did. We'll, we'll do the replay. I re- didn't hey, do the replay. We'll get you back. Don't, so, I produced the show. I'll just so, change it if it's true. You're not allowed to cut it out. So that being said, um, that's the sheer nature of what if now the current climate. Oh, the nature of summer. Hold on, good let me episodes? finish. Let me finish. Yes, that's exactly right. More so to the point. Just like Black Mirror. Just like Love, Death, Robots. Just like even the Animatrix. In these anthology style stories, storytellings, because it's not a uniform beginning to end story arc where you can say, Oh, I loved The Witcher. Oh, I loved Captain America, where you have like a, a, a long running beginning, middle, and end. These are micro stories. So the 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 nature that we're in, the, the climate of entertainment that we're in forces a Charlie. Who's going to watch them all? Let's be honest. That's also true. Forces a Charlie to say, I like this one more than that one. Look, nobody's denying that you indeed clearly liked the What If Star-Lord was T'Challa episode more than than the What If uh, Captain Carter was the, was the hero as opposed to Captain America. But I would venture to say, you don't have to do that. 
They're all but, invited but then, to the then, party anyway. Yeah, you don't go to a party and be like, I like this one. I don't like that one. You, yes, you drink I them do. All in, <laughs> I do. I to their face. I go, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Uh-huh. You're cool. Fuck you. I think I'm out. And I take a bottle of tequila. We're indeed answering a lot of questions that are non-comic book related in this episode. Yes. So, no, but here's my point. I think, yes. for me, the success or failure of any of these particular episodes are how desperate I am to get more. You said something very, very um, uh, eloquent Wise, last week. eloquent, smart, sexy. So, some of that's not accurate, but I do like that you threw it in nah, lies. I disagree. What a weird, what a weird call out of your own shit. Um, but... My point is this. I think the best what if stories are ones in which part of you is like, oh, that's I, I prefer this over the main line. It's almost like when the Ultimates universe Why? started in comic books. A lot of people um, had they, like Ultimate Spider-Man blew their wigs back for 10 minutes. The Ultimates threw their wigs back. See, but I, I would disagree really with that because with that. comics, it's very different. Look. Don't take that tone with me. The only you took your reasonable tone, and I hate the, your reasonable tone. The only equivalency would be like, well, I have a Comicology account, and I get X amount of comics free. I may as well read them. As opposed to walking into the shop and being like, here's my pull list. These are the books that I want to. I'm choosing to give my time to, and I have my reasons. Mind your business. Similarly... You have Disney Plus. That shit is like like you two a la carte. forced itself upon it upon your cell phone uh, several years ago. Like you're gonna get our album whether you like it or not. Similarly, what if is gonna be there waiting for you? Should you choose to watch it, you don't gotta watch it if you don't want to. But it's no skin off your knees if you don't. So so I would say. With comics, where you can effectively choose, I'm going to read this, I'm not going to read that. The what-ifs that are coming to you, they're there anyway. They're there anyway. If you watch them, you don't watch them, sure. it doesn't make a difference. Now, my question to so you you're is... You're saying that the Disney money teat will keep what-if coming for season after season? Basically. Fair my enough. question to you, though, is where does the inclination of... of uh, fucking having a, a dick swinging contest come from why do you feel the need to say i like this episode was better than that episode even more to your prior point i like this version of these particular characters and these going ons more than the mainline ones well because why? the way the way you pick if you like a show is by taking in an episode or two and being right. like, I like this and I don't like that. No, no, that's not that, that, that my point. That's not my question. Why? You're, why you're do I bring it down? Anyway. What I'm saying is, why if, say I liked this episode better than that episode? My, I no, liked this version better. Why can't be like the little girl with hard and soft tacos? Why can't we have them both? Well, here I'll give you. I'll give you the answer twofold. One, that podcast would suck. If it was just like things exist, bye forever. That's a terrible so, concept so for a show. So it's for effect, is that what it's you're telling not these for good effect. people? I'm also gonna say 
sir, that I'm using it as a way of gauging something's uh, uh, awesome level is for me the what ifs that work best in television form, in comic book form, potentially in movie form, is the reason I love Red Sun more than Gotham by Gaslight is one world I'm interested in returning to. Yeah, and but you're not we're not returning though. So th that's my point. So in, what, the, in, what the fuck in does versus, that mean? I'm so just using it to quantify if, value. If you, but but I, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and deflate that for you very publicly. So you loved Red Sun. You didn't particularly love Gotham by Gaslight. Or more to the point, they were actually you like I, I you like liked them both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but let's like whatever the case might the be. Other. Whatever the case, you 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 ranked them. Right, you felt the need, like this goes above that. Yeah. Okay. And if your justification is, well, I want more of this, it actually goes back to very much so our legacy sequel conversation, which never happens. Like our our topics never tie in, but this actually does. <laughs> so if your justification is, I want more of that. Give me more of that. You gotta be careful what you wish for because also true. Kingdom Come yes. is almost university. Diminishing love. returns. <laughs> Kingdom stunk on ice. Like I I, I or every watchman continuation somebody. minus the show. But I'm saying, like, you can you can very much go back again as as Friendella said. You go back to that well one time too many. At some point, you're coming up with a bucket full of fucking dirt. Some things are better left. Like, that's... Of good. course. Of you're course. Good. And I'm not saying... Leave them wanting more. And don't get me wrong. For the most part, I do always say, like, more is more. Yay for more. <laughs> like, I'd rather hit that brick wall. Because I don't have to reread Kingdom. But, but, but how do you quantify no liking should. things? So... So you, episode one and two of What If You Saw, which episode yeah. do you like better? It's a tie? The fuck no. fun is that? It's not a tie. I have my personal preference. Which my is? Point, though, is? Hold on a second. My point is that that's not how I'm going into it. So in other words, so a new episode dropped. I'm crabby. Hold on. So the, a new episode dropped today. Definitely you're crabby. Like, I don't think there's any question about that. My sure. question is this. You're like, oh, yeah. It's more so like both episodes I liked. I liked both episodes. As opposed to I liked this episode more than that episode. No, no, no. I liked both episodes thus far. Obviously, I, I'm a huge fan of the comic book series. It's more to the point where like, I'll be back next week. Let's see what else you got for me. It's really the equivalent of walking into a restaurant and saying, you know what? Chef's choice. Bring me whatever you fucking bring me, and like you're like you know I've had everything I've I've had here at this restaurant thus far I've liked so they're batting a thousand. Sure, that's so that's, that's so my at point. what point at that restaurant, yeah. batting a thousand, batting a thousand. You you're loving the meals. Then you have a meal you like. Then you have a meal you don't like. Then you go yeah. back. You have another meal you don't like. You go back. Um, you have now your third meal that you don't like statistically. Yeah, seventy-five percent of the time, you still like or love that food. How long do you go back? How many bad meals do they serve until, you until until that number, 
until that the power dynamic has shifted and you've had more meals that you don't like than you do like. So if that's the rest of like, what if clip. if the rest of what if is terrible. Yeah. Are your you opinion? are you no no your opinion. You watch okay. it you're like ugh this fell off this fell off bad. Mm. Now you and I are pieces of garbage cuz we would absolutely watch season 2. Like regard, like you saw two episodes you liked, and then they do how, it's probably eight episodes this season or something. Yeah. So then they do the rest of the episodes you don't like. Uh huh. Season two, Will you're I still watching. No, why would I be back really? for season two? Of See, I'm a piece. Not. Of, I'm a piece of that trash. That makes no sense. No, you. What you I'm, are? You're I'm not a, a piece garbage of garbage. People. You are. You're a glutton. It's true. And what you're a glutton for is punishment. It's you're true. a glutton for punishment, man. Common sense does not occur naturally in these conversations for you in your headspace. It's very I'm a I'm a show me person. Yeah. Oh, you got some dope shit. What do you got? If that first episode did not land land for me, it would have taken a fair amount for me to come back for the second one for a few reasons. First and first, mostly my time is precious. I could be doing a ton of other things. And in all in all uh, honesty, I probably should be doing a ton of other things, but I'm not gonna smell the milk const- uh, constantly when somebody's like, "This is bad. Smell it." No, you smell it, motherfucker, or do us both a favor, just throw it out. I'm 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 a big enough man to admit that's not a fat joke. Fuck you, internet. I'm a big enough man to admit that there is is truly almost nothing so awful. That like if it even resembles something I like, like I would have seen a sequel to answer the call. I would have waited till it was out on VHS, but like I would have watched 20 minutes of it because I'm a trash person. I'm a trash person. But with that comes a side of I love hard, baby. I love hard. Whether they deserve it or not. No, no, no. I, I don't think that's true because, again, the first episode of What If? It's true. Isn't something I would have been obsessed with. But this second episode is like, I'm tr- like like a lot of people. It's like, fuck our regular new, Star-Lord. Our new policy that I'm going to kind of insist on, I don't, I, I'm really, I don't care what you didn't like. What, tell me, tell me, like, yeah. so, so specifically, just to, to wrap it up, because I know your time is pretty much expired now. Yes, sir. Um, the aspects of the episode of the concept T'Challa as Star-Lord, what really rung your bell? Hit me. What, what I loved most about boom, boom, boom. it was that the effects were very widespread. There okay. were almost no similarities to the real the, the main continuity Star-Lord and mm-hmm. T'Challa Star-Lord. There's the thread of the father figure and the lie and the deception of that entire relationship. Yandu but being other... Yandu. Yeah, y- Yandu's a good Yandu. You know what I'm mean? saying? Doesn't matter the size of the Mohawk. Uh, but the thing, yeah, exactly. Oh, when it gets snapped, my little heart broke. Um, but what I loved is everything yeah, else. One. Everything else was turned on its ear. And it's so enjoyable to see the worlds play out that way. It truly, truly is this. The whole universe is going to play out differently because of that one change. That's the thing that's going to keep me coming back sure, to what Sure, sure. But the, but, the butterfly again. effect 
Um, needs to that. be substantial. Doesn't. The butterfly no, for effect me, says that's that my level. You ask my right. opinion, bitch. Well, I'm I'm telling you though, like the 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 theory. There are certain things that are gonna seem like so much better. What they didn't really have go into are those oh, things that it. that were not better. It's like the like. Where was Gamora? Where was Gamora? Clearly, Thanos, he didn't have his change of heart super early in the process. So the whole Gamora issue is on is still up in the air there. Um, you had again, you had members of the team which were not members of the team, but there were members of the team that were Where's nowhere to be found. There was there was there was a there was a lot going on. There was a lot to there was a lot to to kind of ingest, so to speak. So a blanket, oh, he, it would have been better if he was Star Lord than it. Yeah, in a lot of ways, there there are certain things that would have been better. There are certain things one might argue just for the Thanos situation. You're like, clearly, <laughs> uh, and three years, whatever, three years or three years. We basically lost three years for fucking COVID. We're still yeah. okay for the most part. Um, but I would just say again, the, the whole point of what ifs is that it's almost, it never is. And this will come with more experience that you have in that world. It is not a black and white situation. The what if stories, and I can tell you from experience in the comic books, certainly, but also there, they seem to be doing a very good job of carting that over to the screen the what if fill in the blank is never, never, never a cut and dry thing. Even when you have shit like what if fucking Ash killed all of the fucking zombie uh, um, you know, MCU characters, there's still no, you're like, well, that makes perfect sense. Great. There are still little nuggets of like, oh, that sucked. Yeah. What if Punisher fucking, you know, uh, shoved his fucking M16 up Captain America's brown eye? These things happened in these comics. America's ass? How dare you? America's ass took it like a champ. We, we all and know America's was ass. On the don't business quit. end. Well, well, we'll leave we'll it see. at we'll leave it at ass play because episode two just tickled my fancy. Oh, so right for my dear Ooh. brother, the uh, the. Where did he tickle you? Of oh, hey in, in Shirley, New York's ass. Uh, for my dear brother, the CEO and swole looking some bitch, John Boom Shakalaka Rivera. Gonna, I, of course, gonna say boom, am boom your he was gonna say boom boom again. Son of a bitch, and your CEO. Oh, Charlie Rivera, I got two things to say to you. The first is welcome back to wrestling, CM Punk. So happy to see ya. I'm so happy to watch the West Coast feed of AEW. But my dear brother, there's one other way that we end each and every episode of US Comics. Why don't you tell these beautiful some bitches across all of social media how we do the things we do. First and first, mostly you have to acknowledge not just my Olympic hero, but yours. And I'm talking about Kurt Angle from whom CM Punk, the punk, stole many moves. But once that's been established... There's only one thing left to do. First, you gotta turn the power on. Then you gotta turn the volume up. Then you gotta ooh tune bad Mary and open up the window wide and scream out into the night sky. Save Miss Space Girl. Are we out? <laughs>